Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of We Don't Know Them, a podcast where we answer your questions and give you guys some hopefully helpful advice. I'm Tia. And I'm Maddie. Um, so today we're going to focus on relationship questions. Um, thank you guys for sending in all of your questions. Yesterday was Valentine's Day, so we thought it would be a good focus for the episode. Um, and we have our special guest today, Cassie. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for having me. Cassie has extensive relationship experience mm. and a very original <laughs> perspective that I feel will be helpful in answering some of these questions. That means I just got broken up with. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. It's okay, girls. We're over it. <laughs> Hit me. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. What did you guys do for Valentine's Day? I mean, you guys are in committed relationships, so I wouldn't know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really, really didn't do anything. Like, I saw my boyfriend, and then we just watched Harry Potter. Oh. And we ordered food. That's nice. And then we had a nap, and I left. Love that that sounds like the perfect Valentine's Day, to be honest. It was. It was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my boyfriend and I just delivered flowers to, like, his bro- uh, mom and my mom and my grandma and then came back and ate food. It's that really, is really cute. It's really expensive. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I regret I'm, it. I'm, like, not trying to spend that much money. I made cookies from scratch with what I found in my cupboard, so <laughs> I couldn't even be bothered to go to Metro. I mean, my mom did give us chocolates in return, though, so... It was oh, worth it then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And my dad and my stepmom sent me, like, a Valentine's Day care package with, like, two big packs of peanut M&Ms I love and, it like, that... nail polish and stuff. And you're like, wow, it's not even worth it to buy them anything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like, think about it. Mom, dad, if you're listening. I'm so sorry. Thanks for the nail polish. <laughs> Cassie, what did you do? I went on a first date, actually. In a panorama? In a panty. <laughs> it was socially distanced. Me and 40 of my closest friends. <laughs> no, it was socially distant. It was nice. Is this your first date since? Yes. Yeah. It is my first date since the breakup. <sighs> we went to the dog park with my dog, and he brought lattes and cake pops, a little Valentine's Day cake pop. It was very sweet. And then we watched Final Destination, and we ordered burgers. And it was really nice, and it gave me hope that not everyone is as awful as my ex, so. <laughs> that's a start. It I is feel a like start. That's a start. I feel like you could literally date anyone else. Like, and I would have anyone, that. and they would be better. Yeah, so exactly. I'm glad that you finally got to see that. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I used to remember when you're like, but, like, what if guys just aren't nice? Like, what if I never meet a nice guy? And I'm like, yeah. Well, it's so hard when you are literally in such a horrible relationship and it's all you know. So I was so scared. Like, they must all be like this. Because when you're in it so long, it becomes normal. But this definitely gave me hope that they're not all like that. So (laughs) if if you're listening out there and you are going through that, just know that you'll be fine. (laughs) I told you you would be fine. I know. And you were like, no one's ever going to want to date me. I was like, uh, absolutely not true. Not true. Well, we still don't know if he wants to date me, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, girls. There's time. Yeah. I feel like a first date on Valentine's Day, like, that's so much pressure. That is, yeah. 
Yeah, I thought so too. I kind of forgot it, it was even Valentine's Day. Like we just planned it by accident, but it was very casual. It was very natural and I didn't get killed. So that's um, rare. Maybe you think that it was unplanned, but he's like, I have to see her on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I want to make sure she doesn't think I'm trying to be her friend. Yeah. <laughs> she has to know. That's kind of nice though too. Yeah. I mean, for me, the bar's on the floor. The so, bar is on the, no, the bar is in the basement. The bar is six feet under. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying it was so good. <laughs> he actually listened and respected me. He listened to me. He respected me. He listened to what I said. And he bought me coffee. <laughs> that's all I asked for. Honest to God, that is all I asked for. <laughs> you didn't even ask for that. No. <laughs> No. Uh, yeah, I didn't get a coffee bought for me in the four years I was with my ex. So this Valentine's Day date, it was really a step up. So Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I don't know if I trust him yet, but... Not yet. We're, we're waiting. Yeah. We'll see. We'll wait and see. <laughs> Keeping close tabs on this one. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I think we can jump right into our first relationship question. Um, so it says, how do I convince my conservative parents to let me date? context i'm a 16 year old guy my parents are so paranoid about dating that i don't even mention any of my female friends in the house how do i convince them to let me date can't tell you how to let them can let you date but i can tell you how to secretly date <laughs> how to break your parents trust and never get caught um and it, you have to tell them that you're gay that's it then they won't care that you're talking about female friends i mean i feel like i was always told like oh you can date when you're done high school and I was kind of in the same position where I was like the first time that I actually started dating someone and I wanted him to come over I was like oh um can my friend come over mm-hmm. and the name was kind of like it could be for a girl or a guy so <laughs> my dad was just kind of like oh yeah whatever and then he goes wait it's a man <laughs> and I was like yeah, like, it's a guy. And he's like, okay, like, you didn't say that. And I'm like, yeah, on purpose. You're like, but I didn't not say that. <laughs> exactly. Um, so your advice is find a girl that's named, like, Taylor or yeah. Alex or something. Or Dakota. Same. I'm going to hang out with uh, Taylor. Who's Taylor? You know, my friend Taylor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or. You know them. <laughs> you need a really good friend that's always going to cover for you. And you just lie and say you're with them all the time. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, it does suck because it is like a pretty unhealthy relationship that you can't even mention girls or friends that are girls in your house. But I feel like you could just go on dates that, you know, like group dates. Yeah. So like you can go with a group of friends and just do it then. Like your parents yeah. don't have to know that you're going like on a date with a girl specifically. I love how all of our advice in unison is lied to your parents. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's uh, absolutely no other way you can be honest and truthful. So you know what? Just lie. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's no convincing a parent like that. Like, no, they're always going to be right. They're always going to be controlling you. So I think you just have to lie until you move out. And like, it's so funny. Like, I love when parents are like, you can talk to us about anything. And like, you just know that's a fucking lie. Talks about anything and gets yelled at. (laughs) So our, uh, yeah, I think all of our advice is lie. Or just omit the truth. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) I I will say that 
The group date option is good because one, it's more likely something that your parents will say yes to. And two, it's way less awkward. Like if you're like me, I was like, I'm still awkward, but in high school, like the thought of a first date, like I wanted to throw up. So yeah, I don't think 16 year old me would ever have gone on like a one-on-one first date. Like I feel like group no. dates is definitely better. Like, especially not the first time. No. Mm-hmm. So, and also when you, like, if you're going on group dates and you are getting serious with someone and you want to try to have the conversation like you could sit them down and say look I really like this girl we're together whether you like it or not but is she allowed over is it someone you want in your life and like if your parents are so rude as fuck that they don't want your girlfriend in their lives they then, to move out yeah then you need like, to yeah, just that's then you need to just continue to lie <laughs> yeah and then maybe bringing it up to them is a good idea because like Maybe they'll be more happy with the situation if you're bringing the girl over to the house where they can, like, supervise. Mm -hmm. If you're asking for them to come over. Mm -hmm. Like, my mom always was like, I want to meet the parents or I want to meet the person. And that always made her feel a bit more comfortable with the situation. So maybe the dates just have to happen at your house under, like, supervision. I mean, you're only 16, so. Yeah. And it's like, look, would you rather me sneak out and do this, or do you want to meet her and exactly. be here while and we hang out? they say, we're putting bars on your window, so you can't do either. <laughs> then you call Children's Aid because you're under 18. <laughs> Thank you. My advice is still to lie, <laughs> to be honest. I don't think, I, I don't think there's any way around it. You got two years. You, like, two years. It's fine. I say lie. 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 Say, yeah, group dates, I guess, and kind of. Why? I don't want to say outright. Maddie has more of a moral compass than we do, Cassie. (laughs) (laughs) I she probably had more lax parents. Yes, probably. She did. Yeah, she really. My parents wouldn't have cared. You would be like, you're going out. Awesome. Enjoy yourself. They didn't even ask anything. No, no, I don't even think half the time they knew like who I was hanging out with. They were like, you're going out. Mine was, who's going, like, what time are you going? When are you going to be home? What are you doing? Are the parents going to be there? Who else is going to be there? Is that everyone? What are you guys doing? Like, and I had to literally say that, like, all that information, like, ten times. Your dad loved me, though. Yeah, because we never fucking did anything. Because I was a loser who had (laughs) nowhere to go. Oh, you're hanging out with that band geek? Yeah, (laughs) go ahead. Sure. Awesome. Love our advice. Now that you know where, where we stand. On ethics, I say we move on. Um, okay, short and sweet. Thoughts on dating your ex-boyfriend's friend? Ooh. <laughs> Maddie, want to take this away? You have experience in this field. I don't have experience dating, I guess, my, my ex-boyfriend's friends. Um, but I have uh, made out with a couple of my ex-boyfriend's friends. Um, but I really do think it um, it depends on your relationship, how it ended. Um I wasn't really a fan of my boyfriend or my ex when I was dating him. Um, so it didn't really matter much to me to make out with his friends. And we ended on okay terms. Like, it's not like we, like, hate each other. And we only dated for a couple weeks. So from my Whose perspective, moral compass okay. is fucked up now? Huh? <laughs> I really think my situation made it okay. I guess if you had been dating for, like, a couple years. And if you ended off really bad and they're still friends... I don't know if I would want to date that person because then wouldn't they still be in the friend group? And wouldn't that kind of make an awkward friend situation? Yeah, I think it depends on not only, like, your relationship with your ex-boyfriend, like, how it ended, like you said, but also his relationship with that friend. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, I would never want to date an ex's friend and then have to see my ex all the time. Exactly. If they're, like, casual friends where 
they're like not around or if you and your ex like <laughs> if you're like one in a million and you actually end on good terms and you're like oh yeah we're friends which I don't think that ever happens not to us three anyways <laughs> that's uh, not in our wheelhouse um we prefer the dramatics <laughs> um then I would say it's fine but I mean if I say if they're casual friends and like you know that you don't have to see them I would say go for it. Yeah. And honestly, if you, like, if you can ask them, are you going to be really hurt if I date this person and they say yes and you still care about them and you respected the relationship that you had, don't fucking date their friend. But if they're an asshole and the friend's nice, just go for it. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a good thing to do. Although, like, I do feel like any ex-boyfriend would just, like, prefers their ex-girlfriend to never date anyone ever again or they set them up with their best friend like (laughs) minded with his best friend that is some like mtv level bullshit that is like like, the highest level of emotional abuse like explain that just explain what happened so he literally got his friend his friend to start messaging me and hang out with me and xyz and then he asked his friend to essentially fuck me over in the same way that he did and you know what call me naive but i fell for it (laughs) and and that's another thing to take from this birds of a feather flock together so if your ex is a fucking douchebag and these guys keep hanging around with him they're also probably a douchebag that is really true but like also i don't think you should be like oh, I fell for it, that was stupid, because in what universe does that happen? Yeah, it was like, crazy. what ex is like, you know what would be so funny? <laughs> if my friend hooked up with her. Yeah. I feel like anyone would be like, um, I, like, do not want Like, that. they literally schemed this plan together. This is, like, pretty little liars, like, A, pulling strings behind the fucking scenes. And I still took him back after that. <laughs> Sometimes I forget that's Multiple like times. before you guys got back together and you were just like, yeah. I'm like, I forgive him. <laughs> like, it was a joke. <laughs> it was a fluke. It was a goof. <laughs> it was a fucking prank. You better not be mad. He was trying to be funny. Like, we just don't have the same sense of humor, I guess. And like, he said, sorry. <laughs> she was Did like, he actually okay. sorry? No, he said, I don't blame him. <laughs> and, and fast forward a couple years we live together and I say I don't want this friend coming over because of you know what happened well what if one time I need to dig a hole in the backyard and he's the only one that can dig the hole yeah um what why would you that's what he said and he's and he also said oh well I would probably still have him here behind your back <laughs> and she said Okay. I said, what can I do about it? Nothing. <laughs> Let's move on. Well, I told them. So I asked nicely. I did my part. Oh, God. All I can do now is submit. <laughs> and I did. Oh, God. Anyway, what was the question? <laughs> Dating your ex's friend. Don't do it, actually. I take back everything I said in the beginning. Don't do it. Don't do it. It might be part of some elaborate scheme it's that you'll later prank. regret. It's a prank. <laughs> It's a goof. <laughs> They're setting you up. You know what? Be, it's just, it's suspicious. Yeah, it's suspicious. I mean, personally, I wouldn't do it. But I would say, like, if the ex is fine and the other guy is fine 
and it's not something that you care about if you see your ex or if you know you won't have to see them, then go for it. But I personally just wouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. Weigh the pros and cons, I guess. And yeah. You'd be like me and just like, I guess, hook up with the friends and not have to deal with them or your <laughs> yeah, ex Yeah, best again. of both worlds. Yeah, get out of your system and then don't date them. <laughs> okay. Shall we move on? Okay, so my girlfriend and I have been dating for about two years. Recently, she's expressed interest in moving in together, and we had an argument about it a couple nights ago. I don't want to live together because I have severe dog allergies and asthma. Her dog is a pit bull and very attached and cannot be in a separate room for her, or it complains and whines. Her position is that the dog is indispensable, and they are a package deal. (laughs) Same. (laughs) She is upset because she thinks I'm uncompromising and doesn't want to live separately for the life of the dog. Do I move in with her, or do I stand my ground and live by myself until she gets rid of the dog or it dies? dies um i say uh live by yourself forever and uh she should dump your ass because (laughs) she shouldn't be giving up a dog because you have an allergy take a benadryl bro take a goddamn benadryl you know what it's probably all in your head that's what men love to say they love to say it's all in your head you know what dude i think they're your allergies all in your head asthma that's just not real it's all mental all in your head See a therapist. Just simply don't sneeze. Have you tried? <laughs> Have you tried just not being allergic? I think that would work. <laughs> um, but so Definitely don't move in with her if you're, like, it sounds like you're the one complaining. Yeah. You're talking yeah. about her complaining. And, like, I totally understand that because, like, because I feel like you get a pet and, like, that pet automatically becomes a part of your family. It's mm-hmm. not just, like, something that you can decide you want and then get rid of like Mm -hmm. I have two cats those two cats are coming with me wherever I go 100 percent. yeah like if you're allergic or you don't want to live with them like sorry like we are also a package deal and that's not something that I'm willing to compromise on and I think anyone that has animals has owned animals in the past would understand that definitely I like I love my boyfriend um, but if he told me that because he does have allergies, but he kind of deals with it. But if he told me he couldn't live with me until I got rid of the animal or it died, I would dump his ass right there. Yeah, like, that's just... And I'm not someone that... Especially since I have dogs, and I'm sure she's probably the same having, like, a dog that... I don't want to ever live my life without any animals. Mm -hmm. And so, like, what's she supposed to do? Not have any animals? Never have a dog again? Like, absolutely not. I'd rather never have you again. Exactly. (laughs) It's like when people are like, well, what if you had a baby and it was allergic? Oh, okay. Like, first of all, I would never be in that position. (laughs) Um, My baby would never be so fucking weak. (laughs) First of all, I would never have a baby. If I did, um, it would not be weak. And if it was weak, (laughs) natural selection. Yeah, I think, and even if even the language, like, should I just wait until she gets rid of it or it dies? Like, I feel like you're a bad person. Piece of shit. Yeah, and go. also, it's like, you if just go. your girlfriend wants to live with you, like, at no point in this did he say, oh, I also really want to live with yeah. her, but, like, she yeah. has a dog and I don't know what to do. He's like, well, I guess I could wait for it to die. <laughs> I feel like you don't love her, bro. Yeah. Is she listening to this? Because if so, dump his ass. What's her Is name? It? Ashley? Give me Ashley. her contact information. I just want to talk. If I she wants a talk. roommate, well, we're not available, but we'll find someone who is. <laughs> she wants a roommate. Uh, as stated in my previous episode, I will never have one again. <laughs> so I personally cannot help. But um, neither can you. But she's so. really good at for helping people find places to stay. So I have yes. found both of these people apartments, okay? Yes. She'll help you. She'll hook you up. Dog you. friendly. I'm a, I'm a real estate agent on the side. <laughs> With no commission. <laughs> and no certifications. <laughs> okay. 
So, uh, sorry, bro. I would say... I hope she asks the next question. Same. And she says, how do I let my boyfriend down easy? I hope she hears this. (laughs) Um, I would say that if it's that, like, big of a deal and, like, you really cannot get over that and you're also just somehow fine with, like, not living with your girlfriend for, like, the next ten years... You're probably not that serious. Yeah. yeah. And you also don't care about her dog, which is clearly her best friend. So what does that say about you? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. One of the things that I love the most about my boyfriend is that he loves my dog. Mm-hmm. Like, if he didn't, if he didn't love them, then, you know. Yeah. Because they're a part of you. So if they don't love your pets, then they don't love you. Yeah. Maybe that's dramatic, but that's my stance. <laughs> that's my stance, too. And I'm also, like, my boyfriend is not a huge fan of my cats. Like, he thinks they're funny, but, like, he isn't a cat person. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. fine. But he would never say, well, you need to get rid of your cats. Yeah. Like, he would never say that. He'd never that. be like, I'm going to wait for them to die or for you to get rid yeah. of them. Yeah. And he also, like, he still, like, pets them and plays with them and, like, cuddles them when he's here. So he's not like, oh, my God, don't touch me. Like. Yeah. And I feel like dog people, like, imagine a guy said, oh, I'm not a dog person. Like, that would probably turn you off, right? (laughs) Like, me, if someone said, oh, I don't really like dogs, then I'm like, oh, then I don't even want to be your friend. It's one thing to be like, oh, maybe, like, you know, they're not as into animals as some people. Like, I'm pretty dog crazy, but, like, if they don't like dogs at all, um, like, cat people, man, they're crazy. Um, that's fucking rude. That is a stereotype that I will not fucking, like, stand by. Just kidding. I love my cat, too. Yeah. You know what? I just think, like, and I know cat people, like, I understand because, well, actually, I don't understand people that don't like cats because they're majestic (laughs) and beautiful and they are sassy and they want to be loved when they want to be loved. And I, you know what? I relate to that. So, um, but, like, it's also, like, it's understandable if someone was, like, oh, like, I don't mind cats. I'm just more of a dog person. Because that says to me that you still like animals. Like, I love animals. Yeah. And if you tell me, oh, I just don't really like like having pets, I would be like, you're a sociopath. Yeah, <laughs> like, I you're, agree. Like, okay. So, um, I, I feel like this question, we were supposed to help the boyfriend, and we essentially just, like, just You don't deserve him. it. You don't deserve it. Yeah. Um... Well, so... But that is a good point, too. Like, so you want to move in with her after her dog dies and she can never get a dog again. Yeah. Unless it's a little yappy little Maltese that's hypoallergenic. I'd say just move on. From the guys' perspective, from the girls' (laughs) perspective, just move on. If you're really just expecting her to, like, get rid of her dog or wait till it dies and then her not to get anything else, like, you're just going to be disappointed later when you realize that that's not going to happen. Like, if she's an actual dog person... She's not yeah. going to just not get one because of you. And if she doesn't ever get a dog again, she's going to fucking resent you for that. Exactly. So just find a new girlfriend. And one that doesn't like dogs. If she can take a birth control pill every day, you can take an allergy pill every yes. day. So suck it up. Agreed. Like, also, and I have asthma. Okay, so you have <laughs> <laughs> so you up. have an inhaler. Grow up. So yeah. what's the problem? My dad has severe cat allergies. Like, a really, he has, like, an inhaler for it. And we have... When I was living there, we had three dogs and three cats. Yeah. So your like, dad's like, <gasps> yeah, my dad's like dying, and we're like, it's fine. Like he's all right with it. But you just like limit. Like my cats aren't he's allowed. Like covered in hives. This is fine. I love you. I love this them. is fine. Um, but the cats and that's just, a real man. Yes. <laughs> Get you know? a man that can do that. Yeah. Exactly. And he just he just doesn't let the cats 
in the bedroom so the cats can't lay on his pillow. And that's, like, where we draw the line. Yeah. I mean. It's a very thin line. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sometimes I sneak him in there. <laughs> I mean, like, sorry, but we're just not on your side here. And I would say if you can't get over the fact that she wants to be close to you and live with you, like, that's already, like, such a huge step. But if the only thing holding you back from that is that she has a dog, like, maybe you don't really want to live with her in the first place, and maybe you should look at the reason behind that. Yeah. Totally. Agreed. All right. So, uh, now that we've established you're a terrible person. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, we'll answer one more. We're a bit over time, but, you know, we have a special guest. It's a special episode. And we really like the relationship stuff because we are definitely not experts. <laughs> but, you know, we try. We try. We try really hard. Oh, let's do this one because it makes me mad just reading it. I have asked my boyfriend repeatedly not to tell me to calm down. I feel like it's rude and dismissive of my feelings, true, and makes me more frustrated. He feels I'm overreacting because they are just words. Every time I have an argument with him, he tells me to calm down. How do I get him to understand the words calm down make me see red? Babe, I'm going to tell you this <laughs> like you're my very best friend. Like you're my very best friend, and I know this guy, okay? That's gaslighting. He's yeah. gaslighting you. Yeah. And I feel like, once again, our answer is throw the whole man away. Throw him away. Yeah. Like, if it happened once or twice, understandable. Men are generally trash. <laughs> but if it keeps happening repeatedly, that means he's doing it on purpose. So he's actively disrespecting you and actively disrespecting your wishes. So... What does that tell you? Exactly. Um, I will also say, like, the whole point of you saying it repeatedly happens again and again, even though you've made it clear it's something that actually bothers you. Like, whether or not he thinks that's stupid is irrelevant. Like, if he's your boyfriend, like, it's his job to care about your feelings and care about how his actions make you feel, regardless of whether or not he agrees with it. And, again, like I always tell my friends... It's all about boundaries. Once you set a boundary, the only fucking thing you have to do after that is enforce it. Mm -hmm. So if you told him, I don't like when you say that, and he still fucking chooses to say it, that's when the consequence comes in. And that's when maybe you say, don't fucking talk to me until you're ready to have an adult conversation and respect my feelings. But like, if you're just saying it over and over and over again, and he's just repeatedly ignoring it and choosing to do it anyways break up with him like he just doesn't respect you he doesn't respect mm -hmm. your boundaries he doesn't respect your feelings and you can do better and also like you said it makes you see red so like in my experience every time he says that to you you're just gonna escalate like exactly and he knows that too like he knows it makes you escalate and then he uses it as a reason see I told you to calm down like so it's just gonna be a cycle and it's not gonna stop if it's been going on for a long time yeah, and I think, like Cassie said, if it happens, like, once or twice, that's one thing. Um, because, like, maybe he doesn't understand or has never experienced it before. Mm -hmm. But once you, like, set your boundary, as Tia said, like, then he should understand it or learn, I guess, how he can understand it and learn more about you and how you react to things. And then he should, you know, go from there. Yeah. If he just keeps doing the same thing over and over again, then he's just dumb and stubborn and you can find someone better. 
And, like, that's part of a relationship is, like, learning how the other person communicates, learning how to have an effective conversation where you're both being respectful. And if he can't do that, do you really want to be with him? Because, like Cassie said, that's gaslighting. And then when you do finally snap one day, it's, whoa, my girlfriend's crazy. Yeah. So maybe have one last conversation and say, look, this is really the last time I'm going to set this boundary. I don't like when you say this to me. I don't want to be with someone who repeatedly crosses this boundary. So if it happens again, I'm not going to be with you. And then if he does it again, then he chose that, not you. Yeah, I agree. I think that, like, in a relationship, there's no place to be, like, for your partner to blatantly disregard something that you've stated is that important and that significant to you. So... I mean, and I think the fact that you wrote in this question, you already know the answer. Yeah. You already know it's a problem. You're self-aware about it. Garbage day is tomorrow, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) Valentine's Day was yesterday. Tomorrow's garbage day. Yep. This is the day. Clear out the trash. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty much the only advice that I can give. Like, I know it sucks and I know that you want to give your partner the benefit of the doubt. And maybe you're like, oh, well, maybe it's dumb for me to feel this way. No, like, we don't control our feelings. We don't control what upsets us. And you're doing the right thing by making that known to him. And he's the one that's not respecting it, so. Exactly. Don't belittle your own feelings. Like, you have a right to feel that way. That is how you're feeling. And know your worth and know that you're you're worth a man that respects that and understands that. And there's so many better men out there that you can find someone who you know, knows how to act better. My boyfriend, I'm a pretty emotional person, and my boyfriend's pretty good at, like, when I'm freaking out, he'll just sit and listen and listen, and he never, like, reacts back at me. You know, he Mm -hmm. just, like, lets me calm down on my own. Mm -hmm. And that's going to lead to so much resentment, too. Like, anytime you try to talk about anything, he says, calm down. Like, that means I'm not your safe place to come when you're feeling upset or when you're feeling X, Y, Z. Like, he's not that person. So... Yeah, and also, like, calm down. It is dismissive. It's basically saying, like, oh, you're upset, but what you're upset about is stupid. Like, why don't you just calm down? Yeah. Like, fuck you. And a lot of the time, you're already calm when you're bringing it up. And then they say that to someone who's already calm just to make them not calm so that they can say, oh, you're crazy. Yeah. So. But. (laughs) Been there, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cassie has received this advice multiple times. And uh, I ignored it for about four years, so don't be like me. Don't Just be like us. me. <laughs> Would you say you're happier now? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Don't let anyone disrespect you. It's 2021. You have to love yourself and stick up for yourself. Yeah. Never settle. Stand your ground. Get a better boyfriend. Yeah. Date yourself. Date yourself for the year, seriously. Get a dog. Get a dog. Get a dog. <laughs> yeah, that cures everything. Um, but yeah, I think that's all of the advice that we have time for today. But thank you guys so much for writing in. And thank you so much for your continued support. Um, it is really appreciated. We're really enjoying what we're doing. Uh, so we hope that you're enjoying it too. And you can send um, any questions or situations you guys have to we don't know them podcast at gmail.com. Um, and then you can also send them to us on Instagram or t- Twitter. And our Instagram is We Don't Know Them Podcast. And Twitter is WDKT Podcast. Yeah. If that's complicated, 
Email us. <laughs> Just email us. Just email us. Uh, yeah, but thanks again, Cassie, for coming on today. Thanks, guys. It was very fun. We'll uh, have to do it again. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>